1: This is My Thought in One Take, a part of the Ben Burnett Show empire. Welcome into the Ben Burnett Show. This is My Thought in One Take with Burt Brantley, the CEO of the Savannah Chamber of Commerce. New title. I would like to thank the Hyatt Regency on Bay Street in Savannah for the most ridiculously lavish accommodations that you could possibly think of. And my guest today, Burt, welcome back. Repeat guest. Repeat guest. There's only a couple. You have to change jobs or titles or get a felony. Well, and that was the whole reason for change of jobs in the hopes I could come back. <laughs> okay. You'd move like 250 yeah, miles just to make right. it work. Yeah, that's right. I want to ask, you are intimately familiar from your time in Georgia DOT. You're intimately familiar from your time in the Georgia Department of Economic Development. And now you are probably even more familiar as the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, we love our Chambers of Commerce as the Republican Party has moved away from Chamber of Commerce issues. I have not. <laughs> not all we, of us have. Not all of yeah, us yeah. have. We still like quality of life and money. That's right. Talk to me about the port in Savannah and its and it, and really its inception of the last 20 years.
2: And so, you know, I think the story that most people miss on the Georgia Ports Authority is the way it is differently organized than virtually every other and certainly in the country and really uh, really around the world, uh, and that is we are a single-user facility. We are a single-owner uh, facility. So the Georgia Ports Authority owns all of the berths that the ships pull up to and, and, are, and are worked. Uh, if you go anywhere else, New York, New Jersey, and, and L.A. Long Beach and all these other places, the, usually the shipping lines or, or some other operator, uh, there are many different owners within the, the, the port area. It's like it's, an airline. A terminal. That's right. That's exactly right. And so for us, uh, if you think about no matter what ships are coming, we can move them to, to berths that are open when that's not possible in other places. If, if, a, if a ship's in a berth, that's owned by X operator and the next ship's coming. For some reason, this one has taken a little bit longer. can't move that ship and they just have to wait. But for us, we have much more flexibility and been able to, to work those ships. And so the efficiency that is gained through all the investment that's been made over there and just the structure, how we do it. And it's a quasi-government entity. It is a state authority, but they keep all of the funds they generate to reinvest back into, into the port. Uh, and so that setup over the years has led to the incredible growth that, that we've seen. And then the other piece is is the really smart strategic decision years ago to not go after the shipping lines, but to go after the end users, the Home Depots, Kia. Uh, Lowe's, uh, the 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 people that that buy and sell goods, uh, the goods, uh, rather than the shipping lines. And so the thought was, if we get them to build their facilities here, they have to use the the port of Savannah, uh, and that was a strategic decision made years and years ago, but by really smart people that has worked out really really well. So when you go up and down 16 and 95, you see these really large facilities uh, that are owned by the the end user the end seller amazon and and home depot and target and all these uh, incredible companies that uh, that have built here and so of course they're going to use the closest port uh, to bring their product through Uh, and so these few decisions that have been made over the years and then continued smart decisions continue to fuel growth uh, and then we have some we have land up to expand that other places don't have as they've built around uh, their ports. So all these different little you know uh, maybe at the time didn't seem like that big of a, a decision, but decisions that were made a generation and a half later for sure. And the decisions that are made now are going to impact us down the road as well. That's why I always have to remember uh, thankful for those decisions, but also make sure we're making smart ones now. When you think about what has taken place since your time,
1: you were once many moons ago. A lifelong bureaucrat. For sure. The swamp. Your photo is in the Capitol on Mount Rushmore. It was like, this is the wall of fame.
2: In people's memories.
1: Yes. Yes. You're still fondly talked about. (laughs) What does it mean today and how have you seen it change? Like from a GDP perspective to as the South has grown, as the right to work states have really dominated other parts of the country. Mm I think its reflection here is probably the greatest from a state of Georgia perspective. I'm not going to pretend like it's Houston, Texas. It's immense. And it's on the eastern seaboard. This has to be one of the catalysts for the growth of Georgia's economy above probably anything else besides
2: Hartsfield. The thing that people don't understand, which is the same as Hartsfield, is that the efficiency of, of the operation, the reach of the operation, then makes us more attractive to Hyundai, for example, which is building uh, the country's largest uh, EV f- uh, facility here. Uh, or name a host of, of companies uh, that we've been announcing now for, for five and, and ten years. And so the reach of the Ports Authority, the the, the excellence that is displayed over there. Uh, and look, you know, a lot of folks uh, complain about Hartsfield, uh, about maybe little things they get angry with. It's a pretty efficient uh, airport as well. And I'm one flight from... Pretty much anywhere, From pretty much I everywhere, want to go. and so it's not just having the facility; it's the reach that it has, the message that it sends to the world. That you guys take this seriously. You welcome investment. You welcome uh, us to come here and and to and to be successful. And so that's the part you can't measure. You can never measure what that means. But I tell you, you know, we take ports officials with us when we go on trade missions to tell that story. Uh, we talk about them. We talk about them when prospects come and visit ports are in the room. Whether they're a port user or not, uh, they will be in the room just to talk about the efficiency and effectiveness of what we've seen and the investment level that has gone in down here, both on the public side, you know, inside the the port fence, outside the fence in terms of transportation and rail and all those things, and then a a private investment with just companies coming and and investing incredible amounts of money in their their distribution network. And so it is an absolute success story uh, that, um, you know, really most of the state i think kind of gets it uh they've done a really good job of of spreading that news around the state making sure that legislators understand the impact and it truly is statewide it's not just here in savannah it's not just in Brunswick. Uh, it really is all across the state when you sit in my big fancy
1: hotel room at the hyatt regency on bay street which is very nice and you watch i have i have and they were nice enough to give me a river view room which i mean seventh floor guys if you're coming you ask Uh, that's the spot it, I'm not going to pretend like it's like a Nile River cruise. Sure. But it definitely feels like Savannah is becoming a bigger city. What does it look like when it grows yeah. up?
2: Some big decisions need to be made, uh, including that bridge out there. Uh, and so uh, the, there's a current project to uh, to replace the cables on the bridge. Uh, and when they do that, they will raise uh, the deck a few feet that will give us a few extra years uh, to, to handle the really larger ships. But there's a, a decision point coming in the coming years about uh, do we do a, a much higher bridge that will allow the, the really, really, really big ships to come in? Is there a tunnel uh, opportunity? There's a lot of decisions that have to be made. So that's going to be a dramatic impact. That decision will be on what it looks like. But I think that you will probably see everything that you see on this side of the river, you're going to see some of that uh, same kind of stuff on the other side of the river. And there there's absolutely a look at... Where can they expand to to continue the growth and continue to be able to handle more ships, bigger ships uh, that are that are serving all up and down the East Coast. Remember, you have to come in in, inland. It's Uh, a ways. It's a ways. Uh, We're not out, you know, on the edge like a lot of ports are. But coming inland, coming westward uh, allows us to connect to rail and, and interstate much quicker. We can get to the Midwest, to Chicago and to Memphis. Much quicker than you could ever get, really coming at any any other place. I mean, this is the place, logistics wise, location wise, uh, and as long as we keep that efficiency up, uh, then then we'll continue to be a place that that continues to grow and thrive. It will it will look somewhat similar, but it will it will also be dramatically different. How do you see South Carolina
1: participate as a partner in the Port of Savannah? Because I have to imagine its impact, even though they have the port in Charleston, which is not the same thing, but it's a regional port. Sure. How do you how do you see them participate in the decisions? Because it's a halo effect. It's right on the border of a state that has very similar values. Yeah.
2: We have worked with them over the years, uh, in sometimes cooperatively, sometimes competitively, uh, and that swings back and forth. And at large part depends on what capacity we have at the moment and what capacity they have at the moment. And so we have worked together on some joint plans that once both Charleston and Savannah reach their capacity, that we will Work together, and that will happen. I mean, I think you know, uh, unless something dramatically changes uh, in the world, as long as we keep shipping stuff from overseas and we keep shipping stuff from here to overseas, uh, that we will ultimately need to jointly work with South Carolina on a on a project to take away uh, the excess capacity that we'll see when Savannah and Charleston both can't handle uh, anymore. We're not there yet. We both both still have capacity now, and so it's smart to make plans. Uh, and to think about those things. Um, we've thought that was coming quicker. Uh, we've been able to figure out some additional uh, way to grow here, and I think Charleston's, you know, attempting to do the same thing over there. So it'll be driven by need, the have to uh, work together, but there's a there's definitely a sense that as strong as competitors that we are, and we are, we, we are very tough competitors with them, uh, that at some point that cooperation will be needed to help us continue to grow and be successful. Thanks for coming by, Bert. Glad to be here.
0: This morning in the Atlanta airport,
1: consultation.